live from the Pathway Studios in Johnston proper. You are live from the path. You're listening to Live from the Path. We're coming from the Pathway Studios here in Johnston proper. Yeah, I've been here before. You don't know what goes on here. I'm here all the time. You don't know this place. You don't know what goes on. Okay, here's what we got. To, I, I got I to get the show moving uh, because we, we, we squandered away uh, the prime hours of the day with technical problems. Classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which didn't happen until Covington came in here. You know all what I'm right. saying? Like, I've, I've had, uh, we, we use that media computer which shows the opening of the show. I haven't had a problem with that literally for six years. Now, I can't remember the last time we saw Covington, but, I mean, about that time. It was circa six years ago. Yeah. It probably was, yeah. yeah. I'm just, I mean, I don't believe in, in coincidences. Well, just go check the cornerstone of the building. It was right before you guys started building, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, it's, this seems real possible uh, that, again, the, the Holy Spirit has done it. I'm not above taking credit for this. Okay. <laughs> All right, so here's what I got on on the show this evening. Uh, well, first of all, Covington's here. Yeah, he sabotaged everything, but he's there. He is over there. He has done good things apart from his saboteur. Yes, here's the thing. Uh, he he released. It's it's a. Is it fair? Is it fair, Sean, to call it a Christmas song? I believe so. Yes. Okay. It's definitely intended to be oriented in the direction of Christmas. Okay. Okay. So th- so vying for the Christmas hit of the season. Yeah, I'd say so. That's not overselling it. No. Okay. Bales. Yeah, Bill's what it is. I took I took a listen. I got a, a, a I mean like a hot off the press copy of this thing at the same time everyone else did pre release. It was pretty special. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's 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 very good. It is good. I'm it, excited for you guys to hear it. And so uh, we'll we'll play that song for you, and we'll have, give uh, Sean a a bit of an opportunity to describe the tune and and uh, cajole you into perhaps uh, purchasing it. Yeah, or streaming it for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, whether you because you like the song or or you you if you're watching the video, you see how how good of a dresser he is, and you think yourself, I want to contribute. Yeah. I want to do something positive in someone's life for the Christmas season. Wait a minute, is there a music video? There's not a no. There's not a music. Video. Yeah, you, but you can imagine when you hear his voice, you think to himself, he could probably use a few bucks, pick up a new pair of yeah. pants. It does, <laughs> actually, after you listen to it, imagine him coming around the side of a building with a guitar, troubadour style. Yeah, like as the snow falls, and you and you watch the main scene happening, but he kind of just like intersperses it, like Gilmore Girls style. He I get just it. troubadours himself around, and then it turns to like there's snow on his beard. He's like a bard. Yes, a bard. This is true. Actually, I've heard many many of Covington's numbers. He is bardesque. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Do you so, do you have you ever or are currently engaged in smoking like uh, an old man pipe? Uh, I'd love to. My wife would kill me. That sounds like a maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am. A, I am a disciplined ex smoker. I understand completely. Wait, of old man pipes or just in general? Uh, cigarettes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing is like they I don't know what happened to the PR train on the tobacco but it's way cooler to smoke an old man pipe than it is to smoke cigarettes anyway. I don't know. I I, I I'm not willing to wager on that one. Hmm. Okay, he's staying out of the waters. Here's That's the deal. I will take up both and then you guys tell judge. me. <laughs> we'll and it'll be purely objective. This purely is scientific. Science. Yeah, six month study. So I guess I'm the control in this case. Yeah. I'll send you TikToks. Of me, perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. Now, every time I sort of, uh, we went to uh, South Dakota for our family vacation this year, and we were going through 
the wall drug. Yeah. I think I, everybody in Iowa went to South Dakota this year. I did, did too. Yeah. I ran into yeah. a half of them. They yeah, all yeah. went they at were the same time. Uh, and uh, I, I kept kind of dropping like, oh, I wonder if they sell like carved pipes here or something yeah. like that. I think that'd be kind of fun. She'd just look at me and yeah. give me the evil eye. And, <laughs> okay. Well, maybe it's like we'll, we'll look at this here carved buffalo. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I've been trying the exact same tact over the last three weeks. <clears throat> I've been dropping hints that maybe I should take up a pipe. Yeah, and boy, my wife is not grabbing the baby. She's either. not. Really? Uh, I mean, yeah. it speaks of refinement and discipline. Yeah, it does. I, I kind of actually like the smell of it. <laughs> Dan will come over and visit. I'll you get yourself a pipe. I mean, how am I, I supposed won't smoke to? It. I'll, I'll just watch you. How am I supposed to think about things accurately without a pipe? I know. <laughs> There's all like all kinds of ideas I'm not coming up with because of my lack of pipe. <laughs> okay, so anyway, that's uh, we're going to Covington. That's item one on the docket. Okay, uh, two. Mike's got some Pope style preview on the Pope style, Mike. It's fair. It's fear. Fear. I'm scared. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, three. We got into a conversation at the just before the show started uh, about Nehemiah. Yeah. And but there was there was something else. What? what, what uh, it, it had elements of beard pulling, yeah. toleration of things, uh, unity amongst uh, yep. the 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 church or God. We'll call it God's people. Unity amongst God's people. Okay. Okay. All right. So we're gonna try to get to that. Okay. Pulling beards. Bringing people together. Yeah. When unity fails, it's beard pulling It's time. beard time. Mm. Yeah. 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 Okay, good. And then uh, we'll do some advice. Oh, I may have an article. I'm not sure. I was, I've, been, I've been debating whether I care to bring this up or not because the content of the article is not really what I want to care about, but it's like it's what people get involved in. But it's, it's the possibility of like what, what you're being – with the type of information you're getting and how you probably need to take it easy with it. <laughs> yeah. um, so we'll see. If we have time for that, we'll do it. If not, uh, I might just let it go. The spirit might say, look, man, you, this is dumb. You don't want to bring this up. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll do advice on dear life from the path, and we'll cut it out. That sounds good. Okay, good. Uh, also, just for context, and uh, I decided I should start doing a play-by-play. Like, if you're on the, if you're listening, ever listen to a football game on the radio, they tell you what's going on. They say, look, uh, the Cyclones got the, got the ball. They're driving from, from uh, left to right. Okay, so they give you some context. So here, just just so you know, starting from left to right, I got Sean Covington, Dan Hudson, Nathaniel Carson, Mike Foost, and then I, I stand in the middle. Yeah. So there you go. If that if that helps uh, how you're thinking about the home game, uh, that's what the layout of the. So I'm goes. kind of on the 50 yard line. Yeah. yeah. Dan's in the center. If I had to take the temperature of the room on this pipe smoking, though, I mean, where would you say we're at? Be more specific. Like, like, am I for you committing to smoking a pipe full time or just picking up casually? Casually pipe smoking. Yeah, I'm all in. I have an addictive personality. It's something to keep in the back of your mind. Yeah, but I, are you going to give up other addictions so you can do the pipe? No. No, I can't support it. Just piling on? What I think I, you can trade out. Here's I mean, the deal. You can, you can swap out uh, marijuana for crack cocaine, and you can switch to pipes instead of cigarettes. But I can't have you. It can't be additive. I'm you can't say, I'm going to do crack and marijuana. I'm not currently engaged in the cigarettes. But I do. I mean, what if I drink? I drink a lot of coffee. Are you, are you just saying that for the crowd? No. Like, you don't have any smokes in your, in your truck right now? Uh-uh. In Maybe. the gas tank? I might have some. Okay. That's what I thought. I, I'm not sure where they are, though. That's how, that's <laughs> Having them is not the same thing as smoking them, that's sir. A, that's, that's how familiar I am with them. Security blanket. What that says to me is Covington's got some in his attic. <laughs> no, not anymore. <laughs> I smoked them. <laughs> okay. I, did, I, I did carry a pack for a long time after I stopped smoking. I don't know. It was a dumb idea. Like you couldn't, you just couldn't, like you weren't engaged. smoking them, but you I just kept, kept waiting winning? for the urge to come back. Yeah. yeah. Wait, and it didn't come back? Like, I got. It's a miracle. I shouldn't tell you because it's... It's not fair. What do you mean? Hit me. Okay, <laughs> now you got to say it. you got to hit us with it. I, I, what do you want? What do you mean? You want the, the lowdown on <laughs> Whatever was the miracle. Yeah, whatever I, wasn't fair. That's the interesting part. I <laughs> got incredibly vomitous. <laughs> I barfed my guts out for 
it's 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 more than that. I had been sick for several days, and um, I was heavy laden with with anxiety because I had believed that I would have an opportunity uh, to play with somebody in town that I thought was going to be profitable for me to play with. Yeah, and I was excited about it, and then I got sick. I had like this chest cold that sort of had like a flu feeling to it and I couldn't do it so I was all wound up about it anyway long story short I went to bed super early and of course when you're super sick especially with like a chest cold smoking it's it's a necessary evil but it's not an enjoyable one yeah and uh so I you know I didn't have a cigarette before I went to bed and it was quite early um and I should preface this I should preface this by saying I had attempted to quit smoking by Various means many times prior to this. How long probably, had you been a smoker up to this point? Probably smoked for 14 years. Okay. So so a good decade and a half. Uh-huh. Okay. And it was probably around the around the, at the rate of about a pack a day at that point, maybe a little less. This all sounds familiar to me. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> I mean, Lucky <coughs> Strikes or, or, or uh, Virginia Slims. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> so anyway, it was totally ridiculous. <laughs> Everybody admits to luckies. <laughs> it was uh it was uh it was the sale of choice. So okay. it was usually like a Parliament's, Marlboro Lights, Camel Camel Lights, whatever was Today's on sale. American Spirit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was never on sale. <laughs> no. That's the that's premium stuff. But uh I got to bed super early. And then I woke up in the middle of the night and my fever had broke. I thought, oh, okay, maybe I'll be able to go to work tomorrow morning, set my alarm, get up at regular time, fix myself a pot of coffee, and set outside for my regular morning cigarette. Well, I sit down on the step and I smoke that thing, and I hadn't had a cigarette in quite a while. And I stood up after smoking it, and I felt very dizzy. And I thought, well, that's what you get. And a little morning buzz there. And then I walked inside and it got worse. And I made it to the sink and it was as bad as I had ever felt. And oh, no. barfed my guts out for 25 minutes probably, sweating profusely. And uh, I never smoked after that. That was it. Wow. That is an awesome story. My, that's, that's almost to the T how my dad quit smoking back in the early 70s and became a vigilant ex-smoker. Sure. Sure. Uh, so I always kind of fantasized that that's how it would be, and uh, boy howdy, did it come riding up on a stallion! <laughs> yeah, bonus, a big green one. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, now I mean, just just for content, like, had you been have you been um, like actively to, uh, trying to, to to quit around that time? Uh, can't remember. I I I, I can't answer that. I, I will say that you know, like I said, over the over the years, especially since uh, my kids were born. Um, it just felt like something I needed to do. I had a lot of guilt about it uh, as a worship leader. I recognized at one point that I was m- comfortable letting church start late so that I could have a cigarette. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it didn't occur to me for quite a while uh, that that was its own form of idolatry. I put myself and my comfort and my entertainment and whatever else you want to call it in front of starting church at a at a decent, respectable time. I'm not saying I left him hanging for 10 minutes, but like two minutes didn't bother me. Anyways, it felt irresponsible for me um, to to, um, stand in front of the church smoking and then go up and lead worship. And 
we could debate about freedom in Christ all, all you want. At that time, to me, it felt very irresponsible, and I felt a lot of guilt about it. Yeah. So I had tried to quit through, like, uh, accountability groups, American Lung Association, uh, Wellbutrin, um, NICRA, whatever. You did the ringer, really. You, re- you went through all the options. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cold, cold turkey was never one of my favorites. I was like, I was always like a cut down kind of guy, but a yeah. cut down kind of guy only lasts for a little while, and then it turns into a stressful situation and turns into you're back to normal. Right. Anywho, so yeah, that's kind of the background of that. That's a good story. Yeah, that is a good story. I like that. And so, but but your hesitation to tell it was it's not really a strategy. If someone else is going, hey, what do I do? And like barf at the sink. Yeah. Like that may or may not. That's true. It's mm. not. It's not only that. It it on a certain level diminishes the effort that somebody is trying to put into quitting smoking. Right. I because don't want to Because it's a struggle. I mean, it's a struggle for most people. I, I have And that utmost. yours got to get put away with a one-and-done act. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, yeah, I can see that as hard to take in. But, it, but it, that's, a, that's a holistic approach to go, look, man, I'll tell you the story, but I need you to realize it's not a measure of your success you no, know, based it, on you didn't vomit at the sink, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I'm, before I tell anybody that I just quit, cold turkey like that i i want them to know that i tried to quit probably 12 times before right that, sure you know and and just failed abysmally yeah yeah uh so it was really a grace a grace from god and so there have been times you know we're talking about this pipe thing i do not even remotely resent that my wife is like you just can't do that yeah right because like i fully recognize that for me to pick up a pipe and start smoking it would be equivalent to me winning the lottery getting paid in one dime in one in one coin and then standing over a sewer grate and flipping it i might catch it 10 times i might catch it 20 times but someday i'm going to drop that coin what kind of idiot would yeah. i be yeah there's to no have given, reason for to, it. to have given up something of such value yeah that's a really good point like of all the the, the types of things people struggle with like you got to know who you are and you got to know where he came from and like uh back to back to the notion of freedom of christ some people might be able to do a pipe if that ain't you, you got to know that ain't you. Yeah, we talk about this a lot when we talk about like those Triple uh, X Church guys or guys that that can go hang out at at, at adult uh, entertainment conventions, right? Like, and not get all triggered, right? Yeah. There's people that can go. There's people that cannot go, and it's cool if you're not one of those people. It's best you stay out the pool. <laughs> you don't like it. There's no. Re- you're not. It's not. It's not a martyrdom thing, right? That's I'm not pool. sure the pool is the best place <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> Maybe the maybe the buffet. Yeah, just just stay out. Just stay out of there. Stay where you don't belong. And like there, and here's the thing: is like you have freedom in Christ, not to put yourself in a situation you shouldn't be in. That's legit. That's a legit freedom, you know. And 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 I I don't, I don't find the Holy Spirit shoving people in places they don't want to go or they don't belong being in, you know. So like, yeah, yeah that, that's that's a good point. Yeah. All right. Well, you're listening to live from the path. That was how to stop smoking definitively <laughs> by Sean Covington. <laughs> the bar. Yeah. If you, he's got a new book out called "You Loser." Yeah. <laughs> Do it my way. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. That was not on the agenda you mentioned earlier. I just want to say that. I like already the, off yeah. topic. This I is like the benefit of not doing any show prep at all. Yeah. <laughs> we get these gems of gold. What do you say, pipe? Run that hill. <laughs> uh, okay, l- I tell you what. Let's um, before we destroy the program, let's talk about this Christmas tune. Yeah. So, what, do, do we want to hear it first? What sure. do you think? I think we should. Yeah. Okay, let's yeah, do this. Yeah. Give it. Give it a spot. I've oh. not heard it. I, I, I'm on the edge of my seat. Me too. Oh man, 
I hate when the expectations are so Okay. High. Okay. He's making Covington nervous. He's going to break out a pipe. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so this is uh, Bells by uh, Sean Covington. I'm going to let it rock, and then we're going to come back and we're going to chat on it. You're listening to uh, Sean Covington on Live from the Path. Sound of air. 
All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that turned out really nice, man. Thanks, Mike. That was really good. <clears throat> Thank now, you. Now hold on. People can dig on this throughout uh, all, the all of the Christmas season on on Amazon, on e, the Apple Music Store, That's right. on Spotify, yep. on Deezer. Oh yeah. I don't do anything on. Deezer. Oh, it's on Deezer too, buddy. Know. You better believe it's on Deezer. I don't know Deezer. <laughs> I've never heard of it. No, I don't know what Deezer is, but it is. It on is there. on there. Wow. It feels like they they punch you in the face with music. That's what it feels like. Is like, it? Welcome, I might have to check it oh, out. Welcome oh, to Deezer. It is on Deezer. Hold on. Here was the it. list: Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon, Deezer, and Napster. Napster. I, I didn't even know Napster was still. Napster's around. still here. Yeah. Wow. Hey, it's a deal and on MySpace. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that way I get to reach every demographic. Yeah. Boy, I'd like to meet the dudes that are still on Napster. Going, this platform is still the best. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it closed down and then it reopened. Really, under yeah. new management? Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> under but lawful like it's management. Now. It's yeah. not about like stealing music. Well, I mean, that's the only reason I used it back in the day. <laughs> yeah, that's a, you can't do that anymore. Okay, well, good. I like fences. <laughs> mm, okay, all right. So I, I, uh, I really enjoyed that song, well, thanks, John ben. Covington. I thought it was great. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. so, uh, did you have the idea for? The story before you wrote it, or as you wrote it, or you like you kind of had the framework for the tune, and it evolved from there. How did it show up? Right. So I, I it, full disclosure, uh, I I think I wrote this song like in 2011, mm. um, and I was working, uh, I think, with a pastor who was crafting a message for for a particular week um, during the Christmas season, and it was using the symbol of bells. So if I'm being perfectly frank with you i don't remember the exact circumstances under which i wrote the song what the inspiration of the song was i do remember though what the story tells yeah and i think that's really what got my attention when i started thinking about recording a song this year um i initially started out recording another song um and i started working on it and um I was talking with a couple of friends, uh, a couple of guys you know. You guys have met Micah Smith yeah. from the August Guns, mm -hmm. and uh, you met Allie Crummy. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was talking with both of them um, just because I'm really I, – I, I stepped out of music writing and, and production and stuff like that um, for a pretty long period of time. And during that period of time, the market changed a lot. Uh, and so I felt very much like a stranger uh, when I – uh, sat up this year and decided oh, I'm gonna write a, I'm gonna write a song and record it. Um, and so they were they were sort of like you should maybe think about I mean the timing of, of this you're you're recording in the fall with a you know a, a final date that's going to be like in October or November uh, you're going to get totally clobbered by Christmas carols if you try to release the song that late in the year so you're probably going to want to release it next spring and I was thinking I was like man I really don't want to do that. And um, so just over the next couple of days, I was kind of just ruminating uh, on on what what would be wise. And I was like, wait a second, Christmas song, Christmas song. I've got a Christmas song. And I pulled it up on my iPod, uh, iPhone. Uh, that's what the kids call it these days, I think. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I listened to it, and it was so just boring and uh, – it was a really basic demo that I'd recorded, you know, forever ago and forgotten about after its week had passed. Um, and the more I thought about it, the more I was like, wait a second, this makes total sense. This makes perfect sense. So the story of the song 
made sense to me in the context of 2020 and COVID and just the assault on truth and objectivity and just everything seems so like bad. Yeah. And, and the story of the song just made sense to me in that context. And so that was like, I'm going to figure out a way to make this song work. So, um, just kept demoing it and working around different problems I had with the song and, and got to a point where I felt like, yeah, this is ready to go. Let's do it. And so went and cranked it out. Would you, would you say, is it uh, substantially different from where you started? I would say it's finished compared to where I started. Okay. 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 Where I started was like one guitar part and one vocal part and, uh, just, uh, one, you know, uh, kick drum snare part it was just boom yeah chick boom chick it had no personality it wasn't finished um it wasn't until we started playing with the lap steel guitar that i felt like oh wait there it is that's what the song sounds like yeah and um then i went in and started working with brian a little bit um with the vocals and the drums he came up with that drum uh riff which i just thought was perfect um and it started to feel like something that people could enjoy and um that would yeah it would have an opportunity to actually talk i do like i here's the thing is like i do like songs that have a feel to them because they tend to have a feeling right and so like it is one of those songs that puts you in a space and 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 puts you in an environment where there i mean there's a lot especially christmas music right like you're already in the snow there's already these fancy horses coming by there's already lights up right like and so you can listen to a christmas station for three hours and you're still on in in the middle of a of a old town walkway with the same setup Mm -hmm. and this song doesn't allow that right it kind of you kind of end up walking down a side street right it just it moves you out of out of a, a spot and puts you in a different environment and and that part i think you achieved a, a very good feel of the song in the fact that it doesn't sit uh with with everybody else in this loud you know christmas 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 area it doesn't it's just it it, it has a feeling to it it has a, a, a mode to it and a, and, a, and and that's what i really enjoyed about yeah, it yeah there's a, there's a story that progresses yeah. in the, in there and that's one of the things i think that made helped it make sense for me was, you know, it starts with a person who is just, they're just doing their life. They're like, it's the worst. I think this is the worst aspect of the song is the first line. I was standing at a crossroads. Oh, well, how many millions of stories or songs have started with a crossroads? Okay. But that's where we're at. You know, as a community of people, we have to decide. And that's, that's a crossroads. Right. And so it's like, this guy is, he's just doing his life. He's just trying to get through. And he's caught up in in worry and anxiety. He he doesn't see a path out of it. He's just living in it. And then there's this this sound that is so familiar that he almost it doesn't even really register. But then wait, there's like this there's this moment of nostalgia where he remembers something before worry, where he remembers something before just being tied up in knots about everything. And then it's that need to figure out like how does this nostalgia, how does the joy that's hidden in this nostalgia make sense? And why does it, why is it still there? And pressing into that, you know, he, he finds it's, it's a church bell. Okay. So now he's pressed to find out like, why is the sound of his church bell have this feeling to it that I need to figure out, you know? And he, he recognizes 
that inherently in the sound of a bell, there's this is kind of a flaw in the song, but inherently in the sound of a bell is one of two things, joy or terror, right? If you hear bells, somebody's married, right? Or somebody's, um, you know, the, like I always thought of Fred Flintstone and the toot, you know, like he gets yeah. off work and he's <laughs> headed home ready to see Wilma and the gang. Um, or, or the sound of bells means somebody's attacking, right? I think of that as like, or something bad is happening. Right, right, it's, right. It's a call. It's an alert. It's an alert. Okay, so I'm sort of skipping that part, and I'm just focusing on the celebratory aspect. You know, we have the celebration of finishing a a good work day, the celebration of a wedding, the celebration of somebody returning from a dangerous place safely. And this guy sort of runs into this sound to try and figure it out. And then he's confronted with this truth about a, a joy, about a celebration that is it transcends the circumstances, right? So we have this picture of a baby who's born, and there's no big celebrating happening on that particular day, but we we, we have the benefit of time knowing that this baby born is going to change the world, right? And that he's going to change it in a way that we can have a hope that withstands whatever circumstances are immediately in front of us, that they don't stand a chance compared to the hope presented by Christ. And so that that story just felt like it made sense in 2020. Yeah, I think it does. And yeah. I think and I think the image of it's it's weird that you can pull so much from from a bell when you kind of alluded to this earlier that like it's it's so our, our lives are no longer regulated by that. Mm-hmm. Like I mean you you push back time a good 100 150 years, right? Like the the town runs on the bell, mm-hmm. you know that your your workday does. What you have no idea what time it is unless the bell rings. Why the church bells are doing that? Like there was a service that it, there's a service that the church had in regulating um, in regulating life, and like now it could go off and you and you it doesn't even draw your attention. But like there is a nostalgia to being drawn back into the the weight of even something so simple as a sound that everyone hears at the same time, mm-hmm. right? Like we didn't all, it's like everyone gets the, the news alert that something happened and everyone turns around and you're sharing a moment. Like it's, that's much different than everyone is in some sort of vicinity uh, of which the whole town um, can hear the bell ring and like everybody gets to react to that in that moment. So you have something that is so communal, but then something that is so personal, like with the guy in the song, right? Like everyone is hearing that in some means or another, it's drawing different things upon their mind. If you didn't have anybody on the ship coming in, it, there's no sense of worry. The ship is just back. But if you're waiting for someone who was on that ship um, and you don't know what happened to them, uh, it's different. It's different. So I, I don't know. It's just a, it's just a very, for something such, so simple, it is a very deep thing. Um, something to symbolize that yeah, has, sure. has a lot of sinews into life that like you just don't contemplate uh, until until you're until you're brought with the opportunity to and so frankly I I don't know like I, th- th- the ship thing stuck with me because that's where the images of like um, the pervasiveness of, of a sound and its impact of the people around it and every, everybody's taking in together but everyone's taking in maybe slightly differently and the ambiguity of what it's announcing you don't even know what it's saying necessarily <laughs> like on the other end of that you just know that you're going to know something yeah something is to be known and so uh, anyway it was a very it was just an interesting space it was an interesting place to have taken um, uh, that I didn't expect to be taken in the song um, j- just by thinking that as the symbol so I don't know I, I liked it I, I thought it was I thought it was really good now let's talk about the let's talk about the music itself sure how many Sean Covingtons are we listening to 
Oh, uh, well, there's three. There's four electric guitars in the in the back section of that. Okay. There's the acoustic guitar, uh, my vocal part. I'm playing the bass. Um, great guy I met through the process of doing this is Brian Vanderpool. He's playing the drums, and uh, and then his wife uh, is just a fantastic uh, keyboards player. So she's playing. Uh, there's uh, is it a Rhodes? Yeah, there's a, a Rhodes uh, keyboard in there, and then they have a genuine uh, B3 organ in their basement, which I just think is amazing. That must have been such an ordeal getting everything down there. Oh man! Um, and then he also supplied some fantastic uh, harmonies in there that I thought just were just buttery, just buttery. They were buttery. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. So lots of lots of Covington, and then uh, and uh, friends and friends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And All right. Fun. And so 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 a reminder: you can pick this up. Uh, you can buy it le- legit style. You can spin it on the Spotify or the Deezer. That's right. Or the or the Amazon or the Amazon. What was the other one? Napster. Napster. Nathaniel loves Napster. Yeah. Do you use it, Nathaniel? I uh in the past. <laughs> uh, for nefarious reasons? No, no, nefarious no, no, no. Back, back when they, when they were first like coming back. Yeah. The Coke rewards. You remember the Coke rewards? Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. The codes on the cap. Yeah. If you got enough caps, oh, yeah. like you could go to Napster. Well, and you're that, a cheap man. Aren't yeah. You? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was in like high like, school. I didn't have money. Like how many two dollar cokes do you got to buy to buy a one dollar? Well, I, what I would do <laughs> is I would, uh, I would uh, get other people who uh, drank Coke on the regular. And I would say, hey, you, you, you just throw these caps out, right? <laughs> and they say, yeah, I throw them out like a normal human being. Even as a legit business that leads to the yeah, One time, Sonia Wright yeah. uh, came in a pathway, and she knew I was doing this. And she brought me in like a box load of like her, her mom or something like that. Yeah. Drank a lot of Coke. And she brought in a box load of like the tabs off the, the cartons yeah. and the, the bottles and like I had free music for forever. After you spun that. tunes forever. You could put yeah. you could put Covington on repeat and just let it fly while yeah. you took a bath or whatever. No <laughs> yeah. problem. Who doesn't offer that? Deezer. Yeah. <laughs> Deezer. I don't even know if Napster does that anymore with the Coca Cola, but uh, that's what I did back in the high school okay. days. Okay. All right. So anyway, if you're if you're like Nathaniel and you like to live on the cheap and easy, <laughs> you can still pick it up on the Napster. I don't know about the easy. You got to manually it. Was, it was a lot of work. You got to suffer through all that coke first. Yeah, yeah. It would have been a lot less work to like for me to get a job <laughs> <laughs> and go there and then pay for music. Instead of grafting. <laughs> Possibly could have written the song yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, wait, actually, that sorry, interesting by road then. Has anybody ever gotten outside of uh, uh, Nathaniel's cap collection <laughs> Have you ever got involved in like collecting something to send in for rewards? Oh, duh! The star on the lollipops, on the Tootsie uh, Tootsie Pops. What? How many did you have to collect, and what did you get? Oh heavens, I don't remember. Was it worth it? Like, do you remember thinking? Like, do, did you feel accomplished? I remember the joy of finding a wrapper with a star on it. I don't remember. I didn't think I remember, you sent yeah. that in. I thought it yeah, was I just never. like you got a lucky one. It was like a big deal, but I didn't know why. I thought, oh, look at that! And they threw well, it that explains why I don't remember any <laughs> yeah. of that. I sent I it d- off to them, and they threw it away. They're like, "Why are you sending us these wrappers back? Why do you keep?" <laughs> our, our church used to do the Campbell soup ones, and like they would send it to a mission. All these churches would send all these Campbell soup labels, in, and they'd get like. Equipment and stuff for their whatever their mission was, huh. uh, children's home or something, and and they'd get cars and I mean like big time stuff. It was really kind of cool. Oh, it's a big. So big I still to this day I'll, I'll reach for the Campbells first, thinking I better get that label. I think I don't think anybody collects those anymore, but <laughs> and then I'll go to the high V. Hmm. 
Hmm. Remember those tabs? Did they do that at at, at the school? Like the Ronald McDonald? Yeah, they house were tabs? the the tabs like for the yeah. Yeah, yeah. What yeah, was yeah. that? What were they? That was, was for Ronald McDonald. Yeah, Ronald McDonald house. Yeah. Right, but why were why were they collecting yeah, the tabs? Was it like for recycling purposes? You think they scrapped the aluminum yeah. at like point oh one cents? Why wouldn't you just want the whole can at that point? <laughs> well, you can't yeah, string the whole can up. You know, they start rattling together, and it looks like a cheap wedding present. I think people were too cheap anyway. They wanted the nickel, but they said they might sacrifice the tab. Yeah, <laughs> because they'll give you the nickel without the tab. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, tested it. Win-win. Yeah, I've never participated <laughs> in sentence. You never like collect that. anything and turned it in for big points? No. No, they oh. used to get uh, a buy one get one. They used to get a free twenty ounce Mountain Dew on twenty ounce Mountain Dews, like uh, under the cap. Oh yeah, yeah. And I that didn't increase or decrease the amount of Mountain Dew I drank. I was just excited to get Do one. Do you guys remember? Was it Pepsi who had the campaign that you'd open the can and a hundred dollar bill would pop out? Oh, oh. No. no, no, I don't know. And it was like this big game to figure out like which cans were loaded. Big time. You ever do McDonald's Monopoly? Okay. That's what yeah, I was kind of thinking of Monopoly. I would remember that one. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. expect the boys to remember. I don't remember this $100 pop-up Pepsi no. can. Hold this on. sounds like a farce to me. Magic cans were special mechanical cans used by the Coca-Cola company in the U.S. as a part of their $100 million Magic Summer 90 promotion. Yeah. Coca-Cola pop-up so can contest. Still yeah. I wasn't born. And I feel like I'd be upset. Like, I wanted a cool, refreshing soda, and then you threw $100 <laughs> at me. It was bucks. <laughs> Couldn't you tell by the weight of the can? <laughs> no, I think that it was magic. Was there a you battery just heard your there? brother say magic okay. can. They had to put liquid in there, too. Yeah. I feel like I'm And you got a soggy hundred. Yeah, I don't want no soggy Franklin. <laughs> I just want this soda put I want. in the glass. I mean, I wouldn't reject it. I mean, you could just go buy another one, I yeah. guess. Don't, don't drink that $100. Test your you know luck. Been. Hold on. Punch card. Uh, hold you on. the punch card? For what? For, like, anything. Like, uh, where I'll the 10 points free? Place right now. Jiffy Lube. Okay, Jiffy Lube. Yeah, you get... Haircuts. You, you so the, actively. You're actively in the middle of a card, both of you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's still, like, two the, punches the on legit my Jiffy punch lube. card. It's not like... Uh, at the At the gas station down in Moberly, they had a uh, a punch card for the coffee. And every like oh, yeah. tenth coffee was free. Yeah, and then they threw them out. They said, "We're doing away with these. We got these plastic cards. Yeah. It's our reward card. You get coffee and soda now." And I said, "I don't want that." <laughs> <laughs> Brewers used to do that. The the punch card. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's. Over I love the, the punch card. I see. I, I I'm all right with the rewards programs. No, I don't no, like them. The punch cards. I always would say to 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 the people. They say, "You want to sign up for the rewards." I said, no, I don't want the government tracking me. <laughs> it was a joke, obviously, but they didn't think it was funny. <laughs> said, uh, uh, ready for a free haircut right now. Oh, man, Ooh, Dan's ready to go. At the Supercuts. At the yeah. Supercuts. Okay. Uh, just for uh, just to, to tie this one up on that magic can, so the number of cans had problems, full colon. The pop-up mechanism malfunctioned, jamming, or a faulty seal released some of the chlorinated water mixture into the can itself. Yeah. A widely reported incident involved an 11-year-old boy in Massachusetts drinking the foul-tasting liquid used to replace actual cola. Yeah, this is a dumb idea. <laughs> uh, despite initial fears, the Massachusetts Department of Public Health determined that the water was not harmful, containing a lower concentration of chlorine than the water in a typical swimming pool. So a much higher concentration, I think. Worried about the bad publicity and potential product liability lawsuits, Coke immediately placed television and newspaper advertisements in 50 large United States markets. The full-page ads, run only once, warned consumers that a very small number of cans contain a foul-smelling but harmless water that should not be ingested. The ads were headlined, Take a Good Look, and in smaller type it read, You Could Have a Magic Can. Mm. Wow. Okay, I just got to say, I, I have been astounded. I was. This is totally 
it might seem off topic. I'll just I'll I'll cut to it. Okay. My garbage can has directions on it. What do you mean? Like, so here's what I'm saying. Like this I'm side saying up, is it, it's gotten so bad yeah. that my garbage can has directions on where to put my hands and what to do after I've set my hands in the correct place. They tell me how to move my garbage can. I'm just thinking, if I open a can and I smell something foul, am I going to drink it? Yeah. Well, I did find instructions that warned me not to drink it if it smelled foul. But I said to myself, it is a can. To be fair, the Lord Lord gave you a brain that interprets foul-smelling things, and your instant reaction is, I'm not going to drink that. I'm not drinking that. I'm not going to have it. Right? And but this eleven year old boy goes, That's terrible. I'll have swig. It's sure in a legit thirsty. Coke can. How, what could go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong here? <laughs> you know? That's I mean, all I'm saying is like, do we really need instructions for this? Here's the thing. I know you say that, but then people drink bubbly. If you had that bubbly Okay, now look. It's very it's very I was bad. drinking a lot this of This could it come late to blows recently. here. <laughs> no, Covington, no. To be honest yeah. with you. That's terrible. Yeah, it's uh basically what it is 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 it's fart water. It's just the right <laughs> amount. Of of crispy bubble, uh-huh. yeah, to take your money and give you nothing, <laughs> and to satisfy my desire for a crispy bubble. No, it's a gypsy wagon. They're selling, <laughs> they're, they're selling dad's moonshine made out of whatever they found in the last town. I'm telling you that bubbly is disgusting. What's it a, tastes like baking soda. It's right, so in I fairness, I'm I'm taking this to be a general statement about the essenced drinks. It, in general, yeah. What's the what's I'm not going to defend bubbly LaCroix. as a brand. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Lacroix man. There's no such thing. As There's an aha. Uh-huh. Oh, nope. I beg to differ, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I beg to differ, with sir. Uh-huh. With the Virginia Slim. Gross. Yeah, <laughs> now listen, that's neither confirmed nor denied. <laughs> I'm a LaCroix man. There's no such thing. That's classic. <laughs> that is, that's, that's Mike for you. I Always just, willing to embarrass you in public. <laughs> on the internet. No nobody less. listens to the show, Kevin. There's, there's nothing to worry about. I, I saw you guys. You got lots of subscribers. Listen to me. That is a soda can dressed in a Halloween costume. It's not real <laughs> soda. It's a it's a fool. It's 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 a Copeland blowing in there. A little bit of bubbles, a <laughs> little bit of water. Put a little baking soda in it, and then one squeeze of lemon. They're like, look at this fancy drink. It's going to be a dollar seventy-five. You're like, I can buy the completely full of cancer soda for eighty-five cents and feel refreshed. Okay, so just until to, the cancer kicks in. <laughs> to clarify, Mike, your comparison is Lacroix is like a uh, Pentecostal televangelist. Yes, <laughs> that's what it is. It's televangelist water. Yes, that's exactly what it is. That summed it up perfectly. That's pretty deep. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Yeah. yeah, I think you're wrong, but it's deep. <laughs> you know why? Because Lacroix is in a surface well. Because there's no depth to it. It's just disgusting. It is not good at all. Yeah, yeah. do you drink the, that flavored water? I, I no, no, no. no. So I like it. So, but don't let him scare you. I'd rather punch myself. <laughs> but in the also, face. also, I don't pay for it on my own dime. Like I was buying it by the case when I was getting the fifty-two dollars a day from the work yeah. to travel. <laughs> I was. I, and I that's brought, what you bought with it. Yeah, I bought. I bought like ten cases home when I was up in. <laughs> oh wow! When I, when I was up in, uh, even Covington is disgusting. Hey, hold up, <laughs> ten cases. That's, uh, that's a bit much. Now, now, you're, now you're storing it though. This is. Yo, no, yeah, I was. I was buying all sorts of food to bring home. Like oh, I would buy it. it you no, know, like uh, you know, like smoked paprika stuff that I wouldn't buy like on my own dime. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke paprika and Lacroix it's by the too case. Expensive on my regular paycheck, but on the company's dime, I'm getting the smoke paprika <laughs> and paid up on the Napster. Boy, you're like a caricature of yourself. 
You get Coke Rewards and smoke paprika. I'm living high life. <laughs> you were. I like the guns. That's good. <laughs> you know, these two stories that I've told have made me seem like a real cheapo, <laughs> but I'm really not like yeah. that. You want to go out to dinner with us, Nathaniel? No, man, I'm going to the local yeah. Piggly Wiggly. They got smoke back from me on sale. I Bring them home to the kids. <laughs> Sometimes uh, Ben and I go out to the Perkins for breakfast, uh-huh. and I <laughs> this week in the in the mail, I got some some coupons <laughs> from the Perkins, and I got I got I saved like four of them or five of them because it was buy one get one free That's entrees. Right. Yep. So I was like, you know, these have been great. <laughs> You've talked me into the moons over my hammy. <laughs> I'm so cheap. Okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, so why we're on the? So when's the last time you used a coupon? Covington, you a coupon man? Right not. No, no coupons. Dan, couponer. I mean, like an online thing. This says put in this code. I'll use. Okay, that. you might online yeah, code yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but I can't think of it. But if you had to like show physical evidence of your chintziness, you're not doing it. Uh, I mean, I'm not opposed. I just don't have anywhere where I find coupons these okay. days. Nathaniel poses for he's like wanted and caught coupon <laughs> user. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm not like hard. when I worked at the Walgreens in my youth. Uh, there was like p- people who would spend forever. They had booklets, the binders full of coupons, uh-huh. and they would get like three hundred dollars worth of items for like twenty bucks, there and it will. would take forever to check them out. It was a big hassle, and I hated it. <laughs> and I did not uh, think nice thoughts about them in my head, and uh, so and I'm yet, not like here a, you are, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. Uh, it came in the mail. How the tables have turned. <laughs> now I feel I feel really bad when I go to the Long John Silvers and they say, "Do you have a coupon?" And I think, "Crap, no, I don't." No, I go to the Harbor Freight with a. Co- uh, if you go to the Harbor Freight without a coupon, okay, but look, you're, you're at Harbor Freight. They give you the coupon in line. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I yeah, suppose it's that's not like I got to do anything. Actually, you sh- still don't have to do anything. The gal will cut it out for you. Hey, there's a coupon for that. Let's ring you up for it. They'll just open the thing, scan it. You don't even have to act like you care about coupons. No. Yeah. I will not use coupons because I don't like the store telling me what's on sale and what I want. <laughs> if I of wanna... course, of course, Mike won't be bullied into buying a certain thing <laughs> by cheap prices. You won't make me save money. I won't. They're like, hey, we got we got eighty five percent lean hamburger on sale. I'm like, I want the nineties. I don't want no eighty fives. You ain't gonna tell me what to buy. You're, you're, there has to be something to it. I don't trust it, and I don't use coupons for that exact reason. So anytime that you've ever come home with something, just a normal person goes, hey, would you get that? Oh, it's on sale. This is the phrase Mike will never use that's true i won't be bullied yeah in fact when the, the the wife says when when i go to the store i double the bill because she says she she i mean she at least waits to see if we're on sale or like plans a meal out and i'm like i want chips ahoy that's when i get chips ahoy i'm like but i want it i have a full-time job i want chips ahoy cookies that's what we're gonna buy <laughs> i won't be bullied by these discounts yeah and by the time we get through all the aisles i've added a hundred dollars worth of crap i mean i bought waffle cones no ice cream I just that's like to eat the waffle cones. <laughs> that's me too. Oh, yeah. no, coming to yeah. Yeah. What kind of peanut butter? I want, I want name brand peanut butter. I don't know why. <laughs> she'll send me to you know Costco or, or someplace, you know, for, for for milk, and then she like shakes her head at me when I walk in the door like this. Yeah, yeah. milk. That's Look. what I said. Milk. Yeah. I lady got, was giving out. You got uh, sweatshirts. You've got belts. <laughs> free samples of Jimmy Dean's breakfast sandwiches. I'm like, he's pretty good. <laughs> I don't <laughs> even like those hot dogs. Yeah. I only bought ten things. It was eight hundred and thirty-eight dollars. <laughs> Welcome to the Costco. Yeah, that's Costco. <laughs> All right. Hey, you're listening to Live from the Path. We're talking to Sean the Bard Covington uh, <laughs> on his new release, uh, Bells. You can, uh, like I said, you can pick that up on uh, Amazon, Spotify, uh, Napster, Napster, which runs by, uh, they've got to pull start that web server every day to get it running. It's Napster. <laughs> <laughs> guy comes in at 530. Uh, okay, good. So that, this is this is great. Now, uh, uh, Bard, is there, 
Uh, did you record other things at the time? Like, you got other other yeah. stuff cooking to hit the whack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually started out with another song uh, altogether. Brought in a bunch of friends to come in and help, and uh, started it. And didn't get it finished, and just totally sidetracked into this uh, totally different song. Did did bells? Got it finished. Uh, so I'm going in actually on the 18th, I believe, uh, to hopefully wrap up uh, "You See Me," which is a song I'm I'm genuinely excited about. Uh, finishing and, and getting out into the world. Uh, hopefully I'll have that ready to release in the spring. Now, are you going to go Weird Al style and just do singles from here on out, or do you got like a full one cooking? So I don't know. I don't really know what the best strategy is on that. If I'm being perfectly transparent, um, uh, it seems like what they call horizontal or lateral release is kind of the, the MO of the day. Yeah. Uh, especially with streaming services and stuff, you just keep things coming out, trickling out, and it keeps people paying attention, which in theory, I guess, generates streams, which generates its own revenue. Uh, in contrast to releasing, you know, eight or nine songs all at once, boom, then you have, you know, a, a nice, nice flow of traffic for three months and then it kind of tapers off. Mm -hmm. So, I don't really know what I'm going to do. I, I'm still kind of waiting for the Lord to kind of help direct my my attention on that. Because on the one hand, uh, just constantly recording and releasing music, um, it feels to me like something that could potentially turn into a distraction. Hmm. Uh, and so I, I'm still trying to kind of work out the degree to which the Lord is calling me to this. Yeah. Um, and still be faithful with the other things that I feel called to do. Right. Because you would back, you would, like you alluded to earlier, you would back away for a bit, and yeah. so uh, dipping your toes back in the water. The question is, is, is how deep you go swimming? Sure. Well, and and I, I think one of the things that I found out is that it's pretty easy to tie your uh, tie your flag to the wrong thing, uh, and and your identity starts to become uh, contingent on the success of a song, right? On people's perception of you as a performer, as a musician your credibility, your perception of your credibility. Um, and, and those things can become terrible masters. So, uh, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to put myself in that position again. Um, you know, I was talking with my wife about this the other day. It's like part of me very much, uh, wants to be a responsible steward of, of the strengths, the gifts, um, and the interests that the, the Lord's given me. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to be um, negligent of those things. On the other hand, I also don't want them to become my masters. So trying to sort of feel that out. Um, I'm really, like I said, I'm, I'm eager to finish this song uh, that we started uh, before we finished Bells uh, because it, it also is a product of, you know, shutdown, quarantine, and the headspace of that. Um, and is dear to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how to proceed beyond that, I'm still kind of waiting on the Lord to show me which way to go. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think that sounds good. All right. Well, anyway, pick it up. Pick it up. Let it spin. Put it, add it to your holiday playlist. I don't know how you get it to, uh, to lobby like Amazon to it. Do they, like, I don't know who puts together the playlist. Well, there's a lot of different ways playlists are made. Um, there are what they call influencers. Right. Yeah. Uh, guys like you. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who compile your own sense of uh, you know what's what's hot and what's trendy, what's cool, 
And then people, of course, want to be like you, and they, they want to listen to the things that you listen to. Uh, and then Spotify has their own sort of, I think, algorithmic uh, ways of building uh, playlists. You know, if a song goes from zero to 100 in no time flat, they put that, they, they notice that, and they put it on a playlist. Um, I mean, no danger of that happening. <laughs> we'll see what's hot. We do, we'll just we'll fire it up on every device you have and let yeah. it spin. Yeah, I'll fire up uh, at my house before I leave just, the house. I'll yeah. just let it blow all day. <laughs> yeah. Let the water run all day, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, so that's one way. And then, obviously, you know, artists build their own uh, playlist. In fact, I've, I've built a playlist out of other Christmas songs that I thought were uh, inspirational or similar uh, in tone or quality um, to, to, to my song. And so if you visit my... Uh, profile as an artist on Spotify, you'll see there's a playlist there with 15 songs on it, I, I think, that I put together from the likes of uh, uh, We Are Messengers and Andrew Peterson. Um, oh, gosh, who else? Like I said, there's there's several songs on there that yeah. uh, I felt like connected with Bells in, in some way, form or fashion. Oh, uh, Mission House, mm-hmm. uh, Jess Ray and Taylor Leonhardt. Um, great great couple great uh writing couple they do fantastic work all right so yeah i mean i suppose look for it uh in, on its singular but also i mean on playlists you bet put it in your in playlist yeah so that spotify knows you dig on it in That's that way exactly right all right mike let's do let's do a um one advice let's do out. one advice and we're gonna have to split yeah he'll go okay here we go here wait, hold on a minute Nathaniel, don't look at your watch. It's rude. Oh, sorry. I'm about to read a thing. Sorry. <laughs> sorry Dear, sorry. okay, yeah, this is lighthearted. Chuckles. Dear life from the past, for the last 20 years, I've been sending my four nieces and nephews birthday and Christmas cards with checks enclosed. They are adults now with jobs and families. How can I gently tell them that I wish to discontinue the checks in their cards? I'm ready. Step one, do not put check in cards. <laughs> Step two, Mail checklist card. <laughs> Step three. Yeah. Post, post c- cut anybody out of the will who mentions it. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? I think as long as you Venmo the money, that's okay. Yeah. What's the matter, Grandma? We doing Venmo this year? What's happening? <laughs> PayPal? Tell me the deal. I'm 20 years old. You still owe me money? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a sweet thing to ask, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just explain. Hey, you guys are growing up. You know, when you were kids, I, you know, I was able to do it. I'm older now. I'm on fixed income. You're twenty. You're twenty. You got a job. Yeah. I mean, what's my fifteen dollars doing me for money you now. anymore? Anyway, you know, <laughs> you go to McDonald's one time. Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> right. Yeah, and this year, in, st- in lieu of money, I'll be sending smiley faces. Love, yeah. Grandma. There you go. It'll even look cute. I'll be I spending your money at the casino. Like you know, a check is such a hassle. <laughs> <laughs> It's what? not even a gift, right? Dr. Right. Coupon? <laughs> what is this thing? <laughs> I got to go all the way to the bank for this? Well, no, now you can do the digital uh, yeah. deposit where you take the picture and send it off and presto, change oh, it. Oh, man. Up. To that point, I got, so I uh, I have an HSA through work, and like I buy, paid a bunch of medical bills, and then I need to reimburse myself. And so uh, I got to, I had him send me a check. And like the formatting of this check is in such a way that I can't deposit it online. And I was incensed. <laughs> Wait, I got. I'm like, what do I got to mail this in like a rube? Like I got to go to the bank like an idiot, dear sir. Yeah. Find a pen and sign it like a chump. I took. I took. I mean, no joke. Twenty eight pictures of this check. I'm like, somehow the software is going to recognize this. And like by the by the fifteenth picture, I'm like, I know exactly what's going on. This is an HSA company. They're not a bank. They're not used to printing checks. 
in a specific way to accommodate these type of standards. And so, yeah. like, it's just there's something about the numbers in the bottom left that are, like, they don't have that special sign, so the software can't recognize it. Like, I know exactly what the problem is. And I thought about just trying to write it in. Like, I'm, I'm going to print it myself <laughs> on this check. I thought, no, then no one's ever going to catch it. But, like, I mean, I was outraged <laughs> at this thing. My rights! <laughs> I have to find a darker background. <laughs> it's got to be the lights in here. Vanta black. I, I moved to, like, three different rooms and eight different services. I said, I will not go to the bank. So much easier than going to the bank. <laughs> Well, then you got to go during certain hours. Yeah. You got to put the mask on. You got to make the appointment. Right. Bankers' hours are no joke. These guys work when everyone else is working. Like, I have to, it's, a, it's an event. I got to take off. I got to be gone for work for two and a half hours to go to the bank. Yeah, you got to make an appointment. Oh, my. I ran into that at, the, uh, at the, the local post office in Pleasantville. Here's the deal they open at 9 30, they go to lunch at 11, they take a two hour lunch, <laughs> they come back, work from one to like four. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, man. it. That's like, tight. And at, and at 11, right on the dots, they close in the blinds. You ain't coming in here. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I think it was 11.03. I strolled in there, and they're like, closed. Be back at 1. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> uh, well, any other advice? We, so everyone, thumbs up. Grandma, just do what you got to do, Granny. Yeah. yeah I just I wouldn't yeah. even make mention of it, yeah, honestly. I, I would just stop including the checks. Just stop. Yeah, yeah I'd me. let them gossip about you. Hey, man, did you get a check this year? No, man, I get no check either. They think she's, they think, they think she's finally losing it. Yeah, yeah that old bird yeah. stopped sending me the checks. Really, yeah. Yeah. That's how I knew it was finally time. <laughs> Grandma's finally losing it. Yeah. She stopped, stopped slipping, the slipping she a Hamilton in there. She always send the check. Something funny. All right. Secular says, all you need to do is remind them, lovingly, that because they're adults now with jobs and families of their own, you would like to exchange cards on special occasions rather than send money. Many parents do this when their children reach adulthood. I mean, that's silly. You're already exchanging cards on special occasions. Yeah. You're just not including money. Yeah. You kind of BS that, Granny. Yeah. I mean, I just stopped doing it. I don't think we need to make a big production out of everything. Just stop sending the money. That's it. It's done. Yeah. If they, if one of them calls you on it, you'll know which one's the spoiled brat. You'll and you're like, That's yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Sarah then they don't and get a Tom card. didn't call me, but old Jim, he was right on it. Where's my check, Grandma? I think you might have left out that ten spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Hey, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. If any of the show rubs you the wrong way, which it did. Uh, give us a call or text on the complaint line, 515-517-0085. If it's specifically at Covington, hashtag the Bard if you're going to send us a, t- a text so that we know it's directed at him. Yeah. If or not, say the Bard. That would yeah, be fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I have the following problems with the Bard. Now, if it's not about Covington, which I've heard from you, uh, then there's no necessary hashtag. We recognize that it's directed at us. No big deal. Yeah. All right. 515-517-0085. That's the live from the Bob, Bob Eisenhower, live from the Path Complaint Line. Call or text will work. Big thanks to Sean Covington. It was great to see you back in the studio. And uh, make sure you go check out Bills yeah. on uh, all your favorite uh, streaming or digital purchase platforms. And, uh, I mean, if you really, really beg him, if you can find his house and pound it on the door sometime before 9 p.m., he might even sing it as Pope's style advice to get you off his lawn. That's not a guarantee. No. It's a might. It's, 50, 50 it's a might. Yeah. But you never know if you try. In the meantime, be faithful in the means. God will handle the ends. You've been listening to Live from the Past. Didn't hear the ring. Something cool, old had been awakened. I did it too early. Too early. Okay, bye. There was hope where I had none. Light broke upon a bell. Stomach and my hands felt bound and numb.